That was no, that was lovely. Make sure you throw a compressor on here, Kurt. Get that. Funny, that's what the guy on YouTube told us. I'm just gonna do the whole glass because that's it. why I brought these big ones, dude. Kurt's like, What do you want? I'm like, I want to drink a whole bottle of wine. Well, they didn't have small bottles, and I didn't realize wine came in that big of a bottle. It was like 15 bucks, right? Yes, <laughs> it was $13.99. Oh, shit. This is so what? This is a first. This is a podcast first. We've had champagne. We've had champagne plenty of times. But other than that was straight from the bottle. All right. Well, fucking pinky out. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's as dry as I thought it was going to be. Ooh, shit. I fucking love. It's good. Thank, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure from your face, but. Uh, no, I... that's, that's my shit is like sweet. Dry wine. Sweet dry wine. If I'm gonna drink alcohol. How do you get to this point in alcohol is not alcoholism. <laughs> alcoholism. <laughs> Ben's little secret. You didn't hear that part, Mom. <laughs> to where you're like, I I'm just gonna try it all and then wine you end up at wine. I don't know. I think it's mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of feminine in that way, but I just would much rather especially like compared to beer. Sure. I almost never drink beer. Like unless I'm, you know, just at a concert or something, but I'm just chilling. I think I'm going to have to lessen my beer intake, too. Oh, really? Yeah. It's getting a little ridiculous. Plus, I had some things go down that health-wise, and I'm like, on medicine now. What things went down? Oh, uh, I could say it now. It's been long enough. Had a heart thing, man. Almost had a stroke. No way. Yeah. What happened? I was feeling bad for like a year, you know, but it was gradual. It's gradual. So, like, at my age, you think, Oh, it's probably testosterone. It's probably, yeah. Right? Yeah. Things are starting to shut down, you know. You know. That was just my thought. Right. This is like, okay, and then last few months, it's been like, dude, I just can't. I cannot. There's no such thing as either enough sleep or if I work, I'll work like 30 minutes. You know, construction, you work mm -hmm. hard. So it's like 30 minutes, and then I'll have to sit down for 30 minutes. And I just like, I cannot function. And so finally I tell my wife, like, hey. Give me a doctor's appointment, right? I don't feel good anymore. And she gets me one. We get there. Dude, I didn't even make it past the interview. We're sitting oh there, and then she's taking my blood pressure. She's like, mid-sentence, like, uh, do you feel okay? And I was like, I'm tired. And she was like, mm-mm. She's like, do you have a headache right now? And don't I was go like, to sleep. Yeah, she was like, do you have a headache right now? And I was like, no. She's like, do you get headaches? I was like, no. She's like, goes, gets a different machine, brings in a doctor. She's like, you're oh. about to have a stroke. Oh my Your God. blood pressure is literally through the roof. Great uh, timing, though, I guess. Right? I guess. Well, they said if, if I'd have waited a couple weeks, like right around now, like a few weeks, I'd be stroked out. Oh, this was not long ago. This was l a, less than a month ago. Or right at it, right at the start of a month, so like three weeks. Mm -hmm. But everything's <coughs> well cool now or getting better? How's well, it's going to be a long road. So I'm not out of the, any, I'm out of some woods, but I'm not out of the woods. But okay. it turns out. There is like some silver linings. I, you know, go now. I have to do all this stuff. Oh my God. Blood, this, that, do history stuff, whatever. And I go back in and they're like, well, your cholesterol's high. And I'm like, yeah, look at me. Also, my whole family, the cholesterol's, you know, it's like we all knew that was on the list, right? Sure. Like there's no, you don't look at me and go, I bet his cholesterol is functional. No. <clears throat> and then 
No diabetes, no bad blood, like white blood cell cancer type things, none of that. Uh, but my fucking thyroid is basically doesn't work. And I was like, well, that explains it. That's everything. Remind me what a thyroid is. I know. So it mitigates so much stuff, dude. Your heart rhythm, which heart, which, you know, stroking out, it mitigates your metabolism. That's Mm -hmm. everything. All the people who are like, if you're like morbidly obese and stuff, a lot of times they'll have thyroid issues for sure. And I don't know when that happened, but I've been saying that for a few years. I feel like that has to be something. And she was like, this thing's to the point of almost like, just non-functioning right so, oh yeah it's in your throat right right something yeah yeah so like now i'm on medicine and it's already been like what two weeks kurt yeah since i've been taking the meds and i feel starting to feel alive again nice it's slow but like you've done construction right right yeah right. for sure well, you know those days when you just feel fucking stronger when yes. you're just like what the fuck you take a brick and like, <laughs> yeah can I? Can I? You know, you're just like, I feel strong as fuck right now. That's yeah. starting to come back. Like, I was working the other day, and I picked up a bag of Thin Set, and I was like, hey. Thin Set, yeah. Motherfucker, I'm going to throw it across yeah. the yard just to see if I can. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I lost, I haven't worked construction in almost a year now. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I stopped uh, last year. Good for you, to, man. Well, <laughs> yeah. That shit sucks. Well, yeah, it sucks, but it's like it was exhausting me. I, I didn't hate working in construction because my brother was my boss. Right. So I had it pretty good, and I enjoyed working with him and everything, but it was just exhausting me, and I wanted to – we also census took a trip to L.A. in January to do some writing sessions and stuff. Nice. And while I was there, like just getting to see all the different people we worked with and like the process and stuff, mm-hmm. it like Jathan says, it like lit a lit the producer fire. Ah, uh, yeah, or whatever. And so I came back with like just this crazy like drive and ambition to write and produce music. And then I was like, dude, if I could like since this is like the thing that I've always it's like. One of my top priorities is, like, part of my personality, like, what people know me from, you know? Right. And so I really want to, like, take that seriously. But also, if I could literally make what I'm doing for Census part of my job and then, like, producing and making art and stuff for other people, like, songwriting, doing that. Like, I I learned about songwriting. I never even Uh fucking thought about that. You think about, like, the engineer, Uh you know, like, the artists and, like the mastering engineer, stuff like that. But I never thought about like, so, you know, Allie Burnett? I don't. <sighs> Burnett, okay. she's awesome, but. Um, she's local to here or just an artist? She's, I think she lives in Little Rock or maybe Conway okay. or something. But yeah, she's just starting to make music, but I've known her for a long time. She's been in like the music scene. People will know her for sure. Okay. People you're friends with. Right, right, right. Yeah, but she's been one of my like really good clients. And like, so she just knows that. I can make good music, so we get together and like she'll have the song ideas, and I'll help her like turn, Craft the songs. turn uh-huh. what's in her brain into a song, and it's so cool. It's like super fulfilling, and so like co-writing, yeah. like yes, exactly. There to be like mm-hmm. co-writing, producing, yeah. Yeah, I call that person Justin Cole. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's help he's me get it out of my head, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's so nice. Just everybody needs people like that. I think 100%, if you don't, yeah, have one in your band, it makes it way harder. And she's, Allie, like, is already starting to, she sent me something the other day, a little bit of a track, and it was, like, 
I was just listening to it and I was like, bro, did you produce this? And she's like, yeah, you know, I downloaded Logic. I'm just messing around. I was, like, I was like, no, that's awesome, dude. Rabbit hole. <laughs> you're going down and now. If it, you're in it Logic, helps you're in so there. so much like to be able to like just, you know, visualize things and hear it in some kind of way. I All think. the things you learn help, I think, over time, right? So yeah. the more you learn, the more you see. One of the best things I ever heard was a producer that I like talking about his band writing a record and they got in the room and this was when they were young. So when you're young, nobody can tell you nothing. You know, everybody, you know, fuck you, man. These are our songs, dude. And yeah, then get, yeah. And then a producer comes in and goes, yeah, the first two minutes of this, gotta go. <laughs> yes. And that it's... was a huge revelation. Stop overwriting. You don't have to play the same part four million times to like intro the song. That was a big one for me. Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. huge moment. It's so weird to like, that's the hardest part I think of almost being in a band for a lot of people and especially for me, I think is just like being able to not, like practicing not having your ego be hurt in moments, in moments like that. It's so fucking hard. I was actually, I was literally thinking about this uh, like earlier today. I don't know why, this is such a random example, but I was thinking about our song traumatic addict mm -hmm. and you know the song i'm uh -huh. assuming i do the drums in that song are like ridiculous like jared just fucking i mean goes off she always does right of course say, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's jared so yeah, yeah he goes off on that song i remember i was with him when we were tracking drums for that for that ep and that was the one song where we hadn't really like talked like beforehand about exactly like the kind of structure right. and, and the vibe we were going to go with and everything and he was like He's, he had been telling me he wants to kind of pop off a little bit and just have some fun with it. And so I was a little reserved. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, Because I'm always the one that's like trying to serve the song the best way. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean, pop yeah, off? <laughs> Shut up, I can know. But dude, oh, and there was there's such a funny moment that we have. We quote all the time in the studio. He, he tracked this one like crazy part. And then he gets done. He nails it. And he gets done. And he was like, how is that? And I'm yeah. like in the room. I go, it was fine. And he goes, was it fine or was it sick? <laughs> just, I was with Blake uh, Goodwin. We just cracked up at that. Sick yeah. for sure. And so, yeah, I, I just remember like having those thoughts and kind of like, even for me, like I've been doing it so long. And even at that point, I had been doing music for a long time. But there's still that part of me that wanted to like try and hold Jared back. I know. And now when I listen to the song and when I see him screaming and like doing that shit live, I'm like, that's fucking fire. Like, right. Yeah. Oh, it takes Crazy. a lot. It takes a lot. Yeah. We had to get, we made our record ourselves and we had a lot of, you know, leave the room, cool down, calm your tempers. <laughs> You're not right about everything. We, you know? we had moments like that in LA too. <laughs> sure, one, sure. There was one time my producer was like, can every, can we have the room please? Because it right. was just like one person tracking something. It's like, I think you need it though, right? You need a little tension. If everyone's you like, need, it's yes. the best, it's not the best. I don't think that is you doing your best. I think it could be, but it's just like when it, I don't know. You have to, I think the best way to approach writing music, in my opinion, these days is like, if you have like sort of a vision for it, just let it happen. And there's, and so like for me, like with my band, there's ever a moment where we feel like, we should really choose this idea or we shouldn't choose this idea mm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, just try them, inter think about them, entertain each kind of thing. Yes. Whatever feels the best in the moment, go with that. And you can change it later. If it doesn't feel right later, then just change it later. But oh, I think... How many versions of songs have you made where the live version is not that... Like, there's definitely a part that's, like, different now. 
and you oh, wish wait, you yeah, had yeah. done that version. Well, usually, <laughs> I've heard you <laughs> yeah, talk about this yeah. before. <laughs> we'll usually, we keep stuff pretty true to the album, but we'll definitely amp it up live. Mm-hmm, or like, mm-hmm. Jared definitely, like, he'll throw in extra fills and stuff like that. Yeah, he's got the talent for that. We try to make it just more interesting. I hear, like, a but... thousand fills in my head and go, Mm-mm, not that good. <laughs> stop, stop. Just don't. <laughs> no, I totally so well, we're having to relearn a bunch of old shit right now, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. And Justin's like, no, no, you did this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you guys just announced a comeback show, right? Re- well, the album how release long, show. How long is it? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. How long, when's the last time you guys played? It's been a year. Okay, that's what I thought. I was, I so, was, it, well, I thought it had been a little bit. It's been close to a year. It's been a while. But mm-hmm. we took, we did Shimfo for a while. We just wanted to have some fun because we're just all the same people. It's just a band. It's oh, just a, okay. it's a southern metal band that we do on the Shinfo. side. Shinfo. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And then kind of just wanted to dick off and have some fun because we didn't know what to do with the record. So it's like we're playing all these shows, but it kind of doesn't mean a lot because we're not we don't have anything for the show or nothing new that we can put out. So it's one of those things where we're kind of stalemated for a little bit, and then finally we were like, "Listen, we got to do this," and we just picked a day, and then came up like we've had the the idea of what we wanted for fuck, years. I've, I've had mm-hmm. this idea in my mind for a long time, but it's like, you have to have more than just the idea, right? You have to have the connections and the ability and all this stuff. You have to have the room and the people have to be like, yeah, that's what we want to do too. Yeah. And you're trying to convince 20 people on this wild ass idea. Cause it's definitely different. It's not like a normal show. So it's like, get can it all together. Can you talk about it? Or are you trying to, well, I can talk about some of it for sure. Like Corden Jocks is there. Who? Corden Jocks. He's okay. a local lo-fi DJ. And okay. I've had, he was one of the first episodes on Crash Cads. Mm. I found him on Instagram and I was like, this fucking rules, dude. And I found out he was from Little Rock. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> so that's been in my mind the whole time. I want to do something with him, but how do you do that? Yeah. How do you make that different? And so what the flyer reads as minus or Corden Jocks, you when you buy the concert ticket, you get the vinyl record pre-sale. Yeah, I saw that. That's it comes insane, with it. dude. That's crazy. Twenty-five bucks, brother. You That's get a fucking value. record and a show, like crazy value, right? Mm-hmm. But the show <sighs> is actually my Insta War and Corden Jocks. It's not. Oh, it's like a co-headline type of. It's type like of thing. It's all one thing. Oh, okay. It's an event. It's event. It's gotcha. an event. It's not it's a an concert. Event. It's an event. So the way we have it worked out, I mean, on April 8th, because the 7th, there's another show that I have to work. On April 8th, I'm turning my phone off. I'm taking off yeah, work. Dude. I'm not doing shit. Like, it's one of those, That's like, the way to do it. I'm going to be so, like, thank God. I'm the <laughs> exact same way. When we book, like, our, like, when we try to put on, like, a big hometown show here or something, the next day I'm just... In bed the oh, dude, we the don't. Entire day. We're so we're getting to the age now where we won't even practice that week if we had a show. <laughs> dude, oh my god! So for the we have a show. Also, I wanted to promote this on you. So oh, that's right, you this. have a show too. We uh, Census is playing a show with Diet Sweets, Ginger Ginger Giant, mm-hmm. Diet Sweets, Ginger Giant, and Prop Hunter. I saw their sticker. Just that's what made me think of it. Um, on March 2nd at Vino's, and we're going to be headlining that show. We have a 45-minute set, but yeah. Damn. I'm very excited for that. It's going to be fun, so if you're watching, please come out. I'll be there, but I'll be working. But I would have been there anyway, so it doesn't really matter. What are you working? Vino's. What do you do there? Back room. Just, you know, blow, move tables. Oh, okay, band need help with something, do that. 
I, I kind of wondered the last <coughs> time I saw you there if you were working because you seemed like you were. I was. Okay. Yeah, been, but yeah. I didn't know if you had to a position. To be fair, Corey has been working, working at Venus for, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, That's yeah, the other thing, yeah. too. It's like. Trey was just finally being paid to be Well, there. Trey was like, dude, you're here all the time. It's like. Do you want to get paid to do it? It's like you talk to Spencer. What's your affiliation with Vinos? He's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The they we got, um, we're playing. It's going to be a two-hour show, but it's a lot of back and forth, so it's not going to seem like that. It's like it's like a like a play more or less. That's but super we're playing cool, yeah. we're playing the record from start to finish, and there's a lot of special shit in between too that I'm not mm. going to bring up because I'm gonna I'm keeping that, that to myself. Cool. It's gonna be. Nothing like you've ever seen in that room, production-wise. It's going to be in fucking sane. I'm, I'm, I'm. I've, I've messaged all the people. This is my last ask. I'm never doing this again. I'm not doing it again. I, I don't have. The next time something like this happens for me is if because one of my bands pops off and someone else is handling it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I totally. Feel this that. is this is like I, I have had this fucking dude. You know how it is. You're creative. You have this idea, but you, there's like. There's a time and a place for the idea to like blossom and, and be its own thing. And this is that moment I've had. It's a broad, this is a very broad idea. Everything's and, converging right now. And if it works, uh, dude, the amount of fucking like just, I'll be driving down the road for like an ad drive, like an hour. I've been working out in hot springs. So it's like an hour and a half where I've been going every day. Same way. And I'll just be thinking about it the whole time. Like got to do this and plan it like this. And if we put this here and put that there, it's like, I need this. I'm to the point where I'm happy that it's happening. I wish it was over. Yeah, no, I I feel yeah. that so hard. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. When um something, I'm curious. Did you guys? Was it like a recent feeling or something that where where you felt like everything was converging and you, and you picked this date, or was it like you picked it a while ago? No, 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 no. The date was pretty recent, actually. It was in January. That's what I was wondering. Uh. I got to a point personally where if it didn't come out, (laughs) I was just going to kind of probably try to just not do it anymore. That's so that's sort of what I was going to say is not, not necessarily that, but Jathan, something I've picked up from him, uh, is like with things like this, where you have like you, it's this really important thing to you and you need, you really want it done. Like your soul needs it to be done and get it into the world and stuff. Uh, and, and like, if you pick a day, like in a few months or whatever, and you're like, that's when we're going to do it. then that's it. Like, right. that's when it is, you know, when it is, you have all that time until then to prepare. And yep. so he, that's how he, that's how we do stuff in census all the time. And sometimes it like, pisses me off or stresses me out, but he's like, he's like, this is the day. We never so, did it without it. Right. Yeah. 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 It would have just, yeah, been, exactly. You know, it, next it year. Takes, yeah. we've, been, we've been sitting on this record for two and a half years. That's too long. Finished. Not recording it and stuff. So if you want to take that into, oh, yes. that's like we've had just these files. And Justin got to a point where you know we all have our moments, but he got to a point where he just started sending it to people. He's just like, I, I have yeah. to let people hear this. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. I wasn't even mad. I was like, I get it, dude. I really do. I just want to play it in front of people. I'm a live guy. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've been very vocal about I don't like the internet and. I just want to do it in the room because that's where I can prove to you that it's valuable. Like I can show, let me show you how fucking cool this is. This crazy ass idea we have. And then it'll just, you know, and I'm stoked that we get to, we kind of get to bend the rules a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. 
and we're doing some shit that you know just interesting stuff just yeah. interesting stuff and that I'll try to come out for that for sure that it makes sounds, me very happy sounds super interesting i think it'll be one of those things where if you don't i hate you know everybody's like well if you miss that one i think this will be one of those because this is mm-hmm. never going to happen again not not from us i want other if other people want to steal it by all means right but i ain't doing it again mm-hmm. it's too much work to make it a of a fucking, I mean, how do you have a fucking show in a venue that has nothing but bands playing it better or bigger? How do you do it all that, the time? Where's it at? Venos. Okay, cool. It's gonna be insane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm stoked. It, there's no pretty... sense in what we got going on going on in that room. There's no fucking point in it. That's it's literally, dumb as shit. that should be their fucking slogan, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no reason for what's going on in here. The this name of the crazy. show is This Makes No Fucking Sense. <laughs> I've definitely. I feel like I came back around on Vinos. Not like I was ever out of it, and always loved going to shows there. It's a, it's an ebb and flow. Yeah, but like, especially after we played our our tour kickoff show from back in uh, November was at Vinos, mm-hmm. and I think it was. I can't even remember the last time we played there. Actually, Census has played at Vinos, but in like 2016, you know, like way uh, the, back in the day, the dead years, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but we played. Uh, Last year, and it was so much fun. I was like, the energy was just so good, and it's. I think it's that room, though. It's something about that room. It's had it's it's shining. Uh, you know, th- like last week there was three shows. All three shows were two of which were fucking phenomenal. Like wow, weekday shows with yeah. this many fucking people <clears throat> in the room. That's unheard of in the modern times. Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, in the '90s. Okay, cool. We none of us had Netflix in the '90s. <laughs> Of course we were at Finos. And shit was also only three fucking dollars, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, who found that flyer? Jathan posted that flyer. He's like, we were really out here doing seven-man bills for five fucking dollars. Did oh, you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, come <laughs> on. About that. Dude, those are the days. That's so crazy. You know, what's wild is that was like... I remember having conversations when bands started charging like 15 for a t-shirt. And you were like, what the fuck? Dude, that's shitty, Someone's man. Like, what are you head, doing? Yeah. yeah. And now... I, we wrestled, dude, the price of our show, and it comes with a fucking vinyl record if you pre-order it. We wrestled with that, because, and then I'm over here like, wait a minute, any Ticketmaster show is going to be 60 fucking dollars or more for the nosebleeds. If you're on the floor, you're paying hundreds of dollars, and I don't care what anyone says, your band, my band, Terminal Nation, like all the fucking bands that you can point to in this music scene, they are just as fucking good as those bands on the bigger stage. They just didn't have the lucky break. So what's the value? Where's the value? Is it really in the music or is it in the production? What are we, how do you go from $300 to bitching about 10? Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Where's the, where is the, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Where is that barrier? Where is I'm willing to pay 300 bucks for this concert seat, but not $10 to go see my friend's band yeah. play. I was just about to say, Census released like a Valentine's Day merch drop or whatever the other day. And I <laughs> saw somebody, somebody commented on our tweet announcing it. And they were like, a sweatshirt for 40 bucks. And they were like, but they were stoked about it. They were like, like that's awesome. And they were so happy. And I was just like, it's weird. Like what you were saying just yes. a second ago. I was like, that's yeah. weird to think about. But I'm like, yeah. yeah. What a good deal, right? <laughs> sad it that, it's sad that that's a good deal, but I'm glad we could facilitate <laughs> it though. Like No, yeah, it's it's I think it's definitely Like a, and they have the most. The people with the least give you the better deal. The people with the most they're selling five thousand and things and they're paying way less than you did for those. Like their mm-hmm. overall cost, you know how cost net, whatever gross. 
Dude, they're getting them for dollars and you're paying fucking, you're paying 28 50 and you're selling them for four. You're only making 10 bucks on the fucking thing, you know, and they're making probably most of it back. Ah, the whole thing's a fucking God damn it, Kurt. <laughs> I'm on my shit. There was a, uh, I don't know, Ben might have seen this, but there was a whole like viral thing on Twitter with the counterparts. Do you remember that? I don't think they so. Did a, they did a champion hoodie that was embroidered. But we know champion is more expensive. Champion embroidered hoodie, huh? But they did, they did, <laughs> yeah. So they did it. They did a champion embroidered hoodie. You, obviously, you you've made them, so you know how much they cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sixty bucks, right? That's pretty fair for an embroidered champion hoodie. And the embroidery it, was like all the way across the front, like yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, people on Twitter just gave them a bunch of shit about it. Dude, I paid. He was like, you realize we're making like three dollars off. This thing, <laughs> yeah, right? but to sell, especially a champion one to sell for that much is like they're oh, not yeah. make, They're probably making five bucks on. Literally, that. I mean, this independent trading company hoodie, I got half off for thirty bucks. <laughs> that was half off. We, I don't even remember how much we did, but they're pretty expensive. They're like forty or fifty dollars. Well, I mean, I think a printed hoodie that it, you know, when you think about it, I remember. Bands would do hockey jerseys and they're like 150 bucks. That, that's the other one that's really expensive. Yeah. It's just like, well, of course it is. It's this wild, crazy, dense material, but they're also a massive touring act that is going to just get <laughs> oh my every God. dime what? out of everything they can. I just thought about this. I like just had this realization or whatever, but I remember <coughs> when, we, when we played with Sleep Token, this, when was that? Yes, September 2022. We played with Sleep Token and they had hoodies for sale for seventy bucks. Holy fuck! And I and this was before they blew up. Like they only had a few. They weren't that big like they are now. Like right now, yeah. yeah. And so and I remember us all just thinking all thanks like, to wow, that's trolling. crazy. And they probably made like a ton in merch that night. But I was just thinking like, oh my god, I wonder seventy dollars if they're just selling like a fuck ton more or if they're if they've upped the price but even more. Does that they not, could do that. See, this is how my brain works. See, like. I like I like having you and Jathan on because I can bounce ideas like this off of you. Is it sure? Is it bad that I think that <laughs> it's fucked up that where is the I don't know, man. The disconnect is something I'm fascinated with right now. Why is seventy dollars cool and then for somebody else it's not cool? I don't understand. Cause I some of the best shows I've ever seen in my life were from bands no one will ever fucking see. Yeah, I you think You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think it's more like I think people are more like the audience and the is fans. the perception of it worth more than the actual value? I think they're more understanding these days, anyway. Especially younger people are more understanding that's, that, that the artist has to make money, and that's one of the big ways that they do. That I agree with you a hundred percent. I think people are yes. more willing to buy merch. It's just a matter of like, like if if Census was sell, if we at our Vino show for our hoodies were like eighty bucks or something, we wouldn't sell any of them. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. I think you just I don't know. It's just. Is it the class of people, maybe? Because like definitely the people going to it, the tent pole shows yeah. are more of a working class, like the average American working class, mm-hmm. not the the who's what's it's in the, yeah, in the I derelicts. Think, I think you know? we actually sell, like our live merch, I'm pretty sure we sell for a little bit cheaper than online, too. Always. Sure. I think that's just the way it goes, right? Online's always more, I feel like. So, uh, some of ours, we keep like the same profit margin. It just depends. I also, I also like... Just talking about this and giving you mm-hmm. advice or whatever. I always just look at what other people are doing too. I, I do that <laughs> sometimes, but then 
you know, I'm I'm to the age now where I'm not finding a lot of new music. So the shit I listen to is from older bands that are established. So their merch is pretty aptly priced. Like it's pretty high. True. Even I'll I'm like, at, I love this band, but I don't know if I can pay forty dollars for a T-shirt. Yeah, I'll often look at like I'll try to find a band that I think represents where Census is at. So mm. like uh, like similar monthly oh, see, listeners, that I don't do. similar type of touring size venues that they're doing, and then I'll see like what they're. So you're looking at like for. real numbers. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm just trying to be like, well, if they're getting away with it, then I should be able to, or I can do a little more or a little less, whatever, you know. See, like getting away with it, you feel it feels <laughs> criminal, right? Like ah, they're no, yeah. they're doing it, so maybe we could too. What's the market value? Who the fuck says? Who said? Who, Nobody who, said. That's yeah. That's the other thing. Sh- like a seven band bill in our lifetime cost five dollars. That same bill now, just a few nights ago, <laughs> was twenty lifetime. bucks. Like. <laughs> that's so funny yeah we made it to a point where i don't i don't know i don't know i remember hearing even bands <laughs> that i respected because i used to work at the village so you're in those conversations all the time because these people have fucking literally nothing to do you know how tour is show up sit down do nothing play the show for 30 minutes and then drive for nine hours and they even they would be like man i can't believe so-and-so is charging this much for a t-shirt now can you believe that? And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe. There's a famous fucking footage of uh, Kurt Cobain. And he's like, how much is a ticket to your concert? And they, he says the price. And he goes, well, some people are charging. And it's this wild number for the yeah, time. Yeah, he goes, yeah. who's charging that? Yeah. What? Scalpers. And he's like looking around and he's like, it's Madonna. And they're like, Madonna, I think it's like 70 bucks. Which could you imagine? Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I think they charge like 20 or something. Mm-hmm. But to him, and he's already... He's not Kurt Cobain, some dude from. He's fucking Kurt Cobain at this at this point, and he's yeah, and he's, he's like, that's insane. And I'm the biggest musician on the planet right now. Twenty like twenty bucks is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's totally like subjective, and it's it's different for everyone. So I feel like I'm at least just thankful for, that I feel like people at least understand. They're not like. I don't think our fans. We sell shirts for like thirty bucks or something. Right. Show. I don't think people are gonna really complain about. I that think that's pretty normal, man. Yeah. Especially today, yeah. So, I mean, I think just it, it is like a battle to try and figure that shit out and to not. I think the best mindset to have is just this to know in your heart and in your soul that mm. you're not that you're not like getting away with it or ripping people right, off right, or whatever. Right. It's like. I think it's good that you have a little humility about it. You're like, is this too that's much? That's good. And that's, yeah, that's yeah good. Then, that means you're looking out for the fans and stuff right. too. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's a good perspective. Oh, dude, we talked for two weeks about the, just the ticket price. We, yeah, yeah. Like, How much are you selling tickets for? They're 25 bucks. Oh, right, but you get the, but you the get album. The album and... But the day of, and you don't get the album day of, it's the same price. But I'm thinking you pay a lot more to get what we're about to do. Yeah, then like a typical thing. Right. This is more than just that. And we're hiring people. This isn't just a normal show. So like the more I can explain that to people and they go, oh, I see. Like the perceived value is less because we're not some giant band. But at the same time, we're not doing what every band's doing for this one particular moment. I'm not saying we're edgy and fucking cool and we're breaking the mold. But for this one night, we're doing something that hasn't been done yet. Yeah, exactly. No, that is is breaking the mold. And it might fuck up. Who knows? (laughs) So far, so good. I will say, tickets are doing great. And twenty five is like not even for a normal show. That's not that much. I don't think it's that's that pretty normal. I think it is because it, they see two names. Yeah, and that, they equate that. that. I, get that I think they see two names and they equate that because that's how I would see it at first until someone explained like two bands, twenty five dollars. Who is it? Why is it? 
<laughs> well, this is who, this is why. The why is, in my this opinion, is, is bigger because. Why. Yeah. Album of the year, shout out. What is it? Rock album of the year, Paramore. This is why. Really? Mm-hmm. It got album of the year? It got album of, rock album of the year, I believe. Something Fuck like that. yeah, dude. And it was like first female-fronted rock album ever or something at the Grammys. Something to like win? Yeah. To win the, mo- oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. What's, yeah. Man. Well, that's good to know. I didn't know they won. Hell yeah, good for I know, you. dude. It's, music is fucking crazy these days. <laughs> they fucking, they fucking, they fucking break up and finally get the Grammy, huh? <laughs> What's or what was I about to say? Megan, they didn't break up, but maybe who Megan knows? Megan The Stallion just did a song. Do you remember who with Kurt with somebody? Spirit Box. Spirit Box. <laughs> Are you serious? The spit take. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's really sick. Well, you know me, man. I do not have my finger on the pulse of the modern day. Dude, and I levels? have a podcast, and I should. But that's why I like bringing people in and asking them, like, younger people, like, what is it? Because I don't see it? it. I don't see it. Uh, but I, you know, but I was raised, the, the value was in the live show, and it's just, it's never going to leave me. I spent my whole mm-hmm. youth trying. Then the, then, yeah. the ga- then the game changed, and I, I don't like the new game. I don't. And I just learned something yesterday that really made me mad. <laughs> I, sorry, Ben. I'm no, taking over ahead, your podcast. No, you're I'm good. sorry. You're good. I'm enjoying it. It's like, oh, what do you? Okay, here. Let's go here first, and I can segue into that. Kurt just told me about the TikTok stuff with the music licensing rights. How are you aware of this? Um, what is it? The UMG. Were they? Oh, I just someone was just a client I have that I just did a song for was showing me a promo they made where they talk about it, and I was asking him about it. I was like, what are you even talking about? I so, like, if know. you use DistroKid and they distribute through UMG, your music cannot got, be on TikTok. Yeah. It all got taken down. So a lot got taken off, yeah. So you have to go find out your distributor, if they're using them to publish, and then change to one that doesn't just so your songs can be on TikTok if you're trying to play the social media game. Like, if that's your game plan for your mm-hmm. band. Did, did you look into that for y'all or you? Our I, mean, stuff that's is, like, I know that our stuff is still on there because I have it like linked on my, it's on my profile. So oh, like, if okay. you go to my TikTok, our music's on there. <coughs> so I think all of our stuff is okay, but I did hear about that and I know that a lot of uh, music got taken off. Do you know what server you use? Like what? We use DistroKid. You do but, use DistroKid? Okay. But if it's like a, a UMG problem, I would also, I'm not sh- exactly sure. I know I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it or anything. Right. But um, I'm sure it's something that DistroKid would like. I think if they haven't already, they're going to find their way around that pretty soon. Yeah. Because they're, you know, that's what a lot of people are using these days. They probably have, like... Everybody I talk to. They got millions of It's rare you hear somebody say, like, TuneCore or something. I mean, it's... Like another It's just such a good deal. What is it, $20 a year? $20 a year. How can you beat that? Unlimited uploads. I I remember the first time I read that, I was like, that can't can't be right. And I go to a different part of the webpage to see if it's the same there. Like, what the fuck? I remember when I first made my account. <laughs> I was at I was at IHOP with Dalton Kennerly. He was in our band at the time. <laughs> nice. We're on the on a laptop using their Wi-Fi making our DistroKid account. I don't know why we were there. Josh was with Hungry, us. Hungry, dude. Yeah, we're it's like 2 a.m. We're making our DistroKid account and they had at the time, <laughs> they probably don't anymore, but you know like on their website launch page or whatever it has like quotes from people talking like reviews for mm-hmm. for DistroKid. One one of them was like it's the best I don't remember how it was worded. It's the best uh, distributor for the independent artist in the modern world. And then the dash was like, owner, founder of TuneCore or something. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's like that person was saying, this is the way to go. This is it. And I remember reading that to Dalton. He was like, hey, can't beat that. That's like Microsoft CEO being like, I own a MacBook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys tried Macs. They're kind of. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for buying our shit, but I'm rich. <laughs> No, but I was listening to this podcast, and that's all I do. So I get really interested, and I'm clearly very adamant about how musicians can succeed, dude. I don't want nothing but for everybody to have. It's to hard as a, fuck. Dude, but it, see, it's hard as fuck for y'all because that's the whole world y'all yeah, know is that. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, yeah. And it's like y'all are roped into something that I watch get created, and I'm going, it's all fake. It's a fucking scam, the whole thing. And then this record guy gets on this podcast and he's like 80 something percent of all the fucking top songs ever on spotify were all bought and paid for because mm -hmm. the labels say you're getting 800,000 streams a day right and they drop 12 million dollars into that song just to get it up to two right, million yeah, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. algorithm takes it and now you're getting 20 million a day they spend all that money to make which i get it that's business right mm -hmm. they're just using the stuff as is but we don't have that we don't even have access to the means to do that because they won't even give it to fucking the plebs. Hell, they the there's plebs. talks now where they're going to demonetize low-performing accounts. So yeah. what does that mean? Are y'all underperforming? What's the number? I have think, they said that publicly? I haven't heard anything about that. We've kind of plateaued like the last, I don't even know, like year and a half, two years, we've been around 50,000 monthly. Uh, that's Spotify. insane to me. We have 64. <laughs> but we it's, don't play the game either exactly you know? i think that's what it is because i like empathize i guess is the best way to say it with a lot of what you're saying but it's just like because i know a lot of it's bullshit a lot of it is just algorithms and numbers and playing the game that's literally what it is i just hate seeing y'all do all this work and then you're like i get this amount of money and i'm like we used to make that at a show mm -hmm. you just did a show and everyone showed up and they would buy everything and you'd be yeah. it was great yeah i don't know yeah, but I think, like, <coughs> just knowing that, like, the way things is, it's kind of scammy, it's kind of fake or whatever, it's kind of, like, artificial, right. just knowing that, I think, makes, like, in Census's case, or, or in my right, case, right, right. Yeah. it makes it to where we're able to make decisions kind based of based on, on, that. Based on that. Yeah, like, we can work smarter, not harder, because we right. know... The way, what we we know what we would have to do if we were being super hacky, so we can dial it back and still be mm. hacky, and people don't know. We're okay, being hacky. That's, I got it. That's like the sauce. See, that's brilliant because I don't have that in my body. I will film something. It's a right? lot of work. We'll yeah. do. I don't know how many drafts I've been like. Never mind. This is so stupid. I'll do something because it's like, oh well, we need to be on there. We got to do it, and then I'll have it, and I'll be like, you know what? No one's gonna like this. Delete. And I'll just delete all that work. And then, and then I just Bro, don't care. I'm just like... Just post it. But see, that's... Yeah, it takes like, just as much time to post it as it does to delete it. I know, it. I know. But God, <laughs> it's so... Cr cringe isn't the... Yeah, Kurt's right. Y'all are right. I don't disagree that y'all are right. I'm willing to <laughs> concede and admit that. But in my mind, it's wrong. Because originally, you could just... I mean, dude, you could make a decent, meager living even being just a bar band. Yeah, you yeah. You know? Back then. And I just see, like, God, you don't make shit. You don't make shit from being a musician. Why? You have to be very... we Okay, I'll say this also. Census just became profitable this month. 
<laughs> so how, all that work, right, right, right. We've been a band for like 10 years now, I think. We still right. formed since this in, in 2014. But if, So every song we've put out since 2020 was under our label, and they fronted us the money to right. do all of that production cost, and they've also given us money for like the trip to L.A. They've extended our budget on different things. Um, but we've never, the way our deal is set up, we've never made any money on those songs until this month we had a phone call with our label and they told us that we recouped. So we just got a $1,200 check, hey. which $1,200 in, you know, fucking hey, in a band account, four that's years. Pretty great, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are getting paid. That's a uh, 0.3 cents a day. <laughs> yeah. But no, so from now on out, uh, and that's, that's so good for us to hear. It's like so encouraging because that means the music, the licensing is actually making money now. Well, it mean, yeah, the songs are performing well enough. That's what happened. We recouped all of the cost. Debt, that, right. So every all the money they've gave us, which if I estimated correctly, it's between like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Sure. So, so it's like a songs, bank loan. Yeah. Exactly. Labels are just bank loans for poor creative exactly. people. Yes. So the songs performed well enough that all that money's been paid back now. So now we get fifty percent of the streams. Okay. Which it's half, but it's like half compared to zero dollars for the last four years. That's true. Like I'm so stoked on it. But so you're making it's like just sitting down makes money now. So like even like yeah. the content you're creating and all that actually has a goal, and we're a monetary also, goal anyway. Yeah, exactly. And then we're also, it's when I say to be smart, it's like, duh, be smart. But it's like, like there's stuff even just right now that we're starting to plan and try to figure out because like you said, I right. agree with you on a lot of that stuff. It's really hard to make money. So like, we're about to launch a Patreon that we're going to go. start doing. That's you guys smart. do Patreon for Crashcast, yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're about to try it, and start doing that. It bought this fucking liquor, dude. It like it pays <laughs> for. Yeah. It pays for enough to like. It help pay for the wall. Oh, it did pay for the wall. Some of the table stuff. It bought a. Well, the show bought the camera and the and the microphone for Kurt that we have still yet set up because we are inefficient. <laughs> <laughs> We have look, dude. This no, has that's been sick, here, This has been here for a, a month, bro. Okay, so I, I'm texting <laughs> so, Kurt, but I'm we like, don't know how to do it. Oh my goodness! We, I, like me and him don't know. I could probably help y'all figure that out. <laughs> we can maybe talk about that, but yeah, I'm I'm talking. I'm texting Kurt on the way here yesterday or something. I'm like, hey, do you get you ever get a mic set up? Because he's always in the he's the fucking Andy of the show. Yes. <laughs> you like, hear him in the background, like Whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did you get a mic yet? He's like, well, we've got one. It's just not patched in. <laughs> it's right there. It's set up. Like I've, right I've unboxed it. Everything. Swiveling everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. We're very bad at. So we, we were must... in here earlier, and I was like, after that show, I have one goal for Lame Johnny. We're gonna do a a live EP, like not at a venue, like in a studio. We're just going to oh, do cool, it yeah. do it to YouTube, and that's that's it. It doesn't mm -hmm. go anywhere else. That's the only place you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And then I want to do my other band, Crows. I want us to record, and then this. So, like, I was like, man, maybe we just treat it like a band. Because it's always me and Kurt doing stuff. Yes, exactly. Maybe we, uh -huh. instead of just today, like, today is film day always. But maybe we add business day. Where we sit down and we chop up the videos and make content together, you know, average band practice what three to five hours usually, you know, give or take. Unless you're just, hey, I gotta go, but I want to run the set, whatever. But do that, but with the pot. What's the harm in like spending three hours cut a clip, even if it's just one clip? It's yeah. more than the clips we have now. Yep. With eleven total views so, on YouTube, no, yeah. like it's not good. You I know? agree with that perspective, though. I don't, and then. You know, but do you pay by the month? Because, like, we make a little bit of money. 
do I just add to that and then we get one of those AI things? Have you seen this shit? What? You can just dump your entire podcast into this generator. And it just goes, here you go. Here's everything. Here's your clips. Here's your vertical format. It's all centered for you. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. It's got all the text already built into it. Here's the yeah, percentage the captions, of yeah. its virality. <laughs> what <laughs> percentage the fuck? Of virality. Yes. Uh, this has 10% chance to go. It the pops. AI's like, mm, if I have it a few notes, it would just be. <laughs> mm, maybe you shouldn't swear as much. YouTube doesn't really like that. But, <laughs> but for 90, I think it's 90, I think it's 100 bucks a month. So if you really want to push your platform, because you have to spend money to make money. I, 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 we all know that. That's just normal shit. Uh, uh, but in music, you spend and lose money. You spend and lose. You spend your own money and then you lose money. Oh, like and you lose never money. recoup. Right, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. like, well, <laughs> we didn't make it all back. Like this record, we're to the point where we're like, we're not going to make it all back, right? Mm -hmm. We spent a fortune. We spent thousands of dollars, but it's the best record I've ever fucking made. I even I'm bu I've bought two. And I'm going to spray paint one of them gold because you don't get to tell me that my album's not gold. <laughs> Dude, that's in awesome. In my mind, it is. And I'm going to put that shit in my office and be like, that's the one. That's awesome, yeah. It's okay. not over, but it's like, no, yeah, I don't I, know I that. Yeah. But the, this is one of those things where it's a moment thing, you know? Like the album like a itself is a milestone. So that to me is like, I've only got like one more goal in my like, I did it all. I've played with every band I ever wanted oh to. Goodness, yeah. I got lucky. I got lucky. I got to play with all the bands I love. I've shared stages with all the coolest shit. Now it's just now it's just a number game. I just need to get on a fest and <laughs> open, and I can just write that off and be like, I'm done. That's your last yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <clears throat> I just had a phone call the other day with, um, his name's Alex Ryan, and he's the singer for a band called First and Forever. Mm. And they're pretty big now. I think they have like, I'm not sure where they're at now. They have hundreds of thousands of monthly. That's a lot. And so, but they used to be on the same label that we were, uh, Adventure Cat, and, and they came to see us when we played on the Stan Atlantic tour, so we're kind of friends and stuff. Hell yeah. And I was talking to him, and they blew up like kind of recently over the last year or something, so they have they got like crazy streams, and they're not on the label anymore, and they've already recouped and everything, so he was telling me, I wish I could remember the number now. I think he said they made like 30000 or $40,000 in streams last year, and he was... <laughs> He was telling me, I was just talking to him, and he's like, "It's because he." Was, I was asking him for advice and stuff, and sure. I learned that me and him are in quite different places in life. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit older than me. <laughs> that's one thing, but also like they're just well established. They're all uh -huh. a little bit older, and he was like, "He's like the most we ever wanted to do was get our music on Spotify. That and, not and even get streams, just get right. our music on Spotify." And he's like, "So like, as far as I'm concerned, like we've done a couple tours, we've already done everything that." I ever dreamed like we've surpassed anything I ever dreamed right. we would do. So it's really, I don't know. It, that's just another one of those like examples where it's so, that's, it's I so think, different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, like I was listening to West Borland. He's one of my favorites. And even he thought his band would never do anything. He's one of the biggest rock bands of all time. Mm -hmm. But he was like, man, we were just happy to like get to play this iconic venue. Like when you're young, you're like, God, if yeah, I could just, yeah. You know, man, it's if we could play in Georgia, there, dude, I've been yeah. waiting to play exactly, forever. Exactly. When I was young, it was the chain reaction chain and CBGB, reaction. you know? Dude, yeah, I've always wanted to play Rocket Town, too. You know Rocket Town? Oh, yeah, I've been there a couple Fucking, times. Yeah, Rocket Town. I've skated the skate park, never been to a show. Yeah. <laughs> Good shows. Great shows. Saw a handful of incredible shows there. Solid memories. That, you know, and you say, like, 
40,000. And then I go back to, well, that's great. That's a large number if it was just me. I know, right? And then it's so, it, so, so then break it's like that up to six forty thousand. They had the same deal band. as us. The label got half of that, so they get twenty thousand. Twenty. They got four or five people in their band. Exactly. Would y'all make people, two grand for the year? You know, you, for the year, yeah. But that's what they do, Ben. They give you this round number, and you go, "Wow, that's a big ass number." But then you start going, "But this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and that, yeah, yeah." And they're not, and they're the least paying, also, but they have somehow hoodwinked everyone into going. This number is big, so that's cool, and that's all yeah. I really need. Where the other places, they don't even share numbers, right? Well, what are you referring to right now? Like your like play counts and and subscriber base. Like mm-hmm. they all, it's all a numbers game. Like, and they've, you know, for whatever reason, it's not. I don't necessarily think that it's good to be obsessed with a, a count. Right, right, It's right. like watching your weight drop and fluctuate. You know, it's going to harm, it's going to do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. It's like on Instagram now, you can turn it off. Yeah, yeah. You know? And you can like filter out comments, shit, you know. Yeah, it's like, maybe there is something to that where a kid thinks that that's what's good and they're going to be trying to get that their whole, when they don't have like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, maybe it's just my age that I think about. It's almost a little bit corrupt to make someone believe that the number is better than their life because you have to make a living. That number's high, but they made a grand. Yeah. And you that's, know, when you boil that is it all so down. That's so true, dude. That's so, I have hundreds of thousands of TikTok followers. My views are shit right now. It's like, well, <laughs> it's you, like- you know. But that's the whole thing. You go up, and then it immediately take it away from you. And that's the part they don't show you. Mm-hmm. That you'll never see that. It's always just another face. Like, uh, who was the guy that just got in trouble? There was one. He used to do like the. He'd read a tweet and be like, "Ha ha ha, that's it." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's no, his stick. That's a whole debate right now. I've been seeing too with where it's like stolen. There's so many reaction channels, you know, things right. like that. Now there's there's a lot of issues people are running into, like. Someone I know that is in hot water with this all the time. There's a, there's a streamer called Ninja, and he gets I know Ninja. He gets paid millions. He's, he's very large. I know yes, who that is. Millions yeah. of dollars, and often he just watches videos. He has a gag where he's like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Mr. Chair is gonna take over the mic for a little while," adding no value to the video. So then it's like the person that took the time to make the video, they're not getting paid or whatever, <coughs> but they're getting millions of views on his stream or whatever. So and somehow like, that's the good part. Yeah, and it, well, a million people saw like, it. It's like, I'll pay you an experience. So it's good because it's like, oh, and that's how they'll spin it, too. Is right. He's like, you know, all, well, I'm giving your video all this exposure, but they don't know. Exposure. That's the yeah. word. I'll pay you an exposure. Yeah. Kurt gets that a lot, I'm sure. Kurt's been paid an exposure. Uh, I'm sure. Bunch, yeah. He's got to well, be rich in exposure at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Living the life, this baby. This guy's dripping in exposure right <laughs> He's now. in his underwear producing a podcast in his basement. But it's like, I, I just, I don't know. Because part of me wants, I'm a very, like, fair person. I think I see the work y'all put in. And I think, the uh, you know what I, I immediately go to? I hate it for them. Because y'all are willing to play the game. I'm, I'm honestly just not at this point. I think I tried. And nothing really works. The only game I like to play is YouTube's game. I think they have the fairest algorithm. If you get in front of someone, which they do put you in front of stuff. I've yeah, seen yeah. my video, my own videos pop up in front of videos that I'm like, damn, that's cool. 
you know, like a music video for a band I like or something. Yeah. Because you use the hashtags and whatnot. So I think it's like the fairest route as far as a business model is concerned. You're not you're not buying your views from YouTube. And when you do, it's very evident. Yeah. You know, it's like you got 2.3 million views, but you have seven comments. That's yeah, not how yeah, that yeah. works. And, the, and all the comments are the, an iteration of the exact same thing. Yes. <laughs> They're very like AI. Great job. Uh huh. Wonderful. Yeah. Love this pod. I'm such a fan of this podcast. It's the yes. first episode. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> episode 247. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm being old and curmudgeon but I do. No, I think it's like, I totally feel you. I, definitely... I wonder where it goes from here because there's a lot. People are finally opening up and being like, this is what the number is. This is how this looks like. Like top brass people are finally quitting these jobs that are in these mega corporations. They're all fucking failing. Media is failing. You know, old. I mean, old, like old media. Mm-hmm. You know, the old shit. Radio is dead. Radio, television, television as we know it is fucking dead. Oh, you got on Jimmy Kimmel, 800,000 people saw you. Dude, people fart and get 20 million views now. That's it's not, what's, you know, okay, so like it's not good for your career. I it's think old shit. Going back to some something you said a second ago, there's definitely moments for every artist, but I'll speak, I can just speak for myself sure. and for census sure. and stuff. There's for sure moments where we're like, we work so hard. Why are we not bigger? Or like, why did that video not do I better? I agree. Why does that song not do better? But I think it helps me. Especially, like, it just confirms it, it validates it, having this conversation with you, but it helps me to remember that, yeah, this is the way things are, but guess what? Every other band in the, the fucking world yeah. is going through the <laughs> yeah. exact same bullshit, yeah. and they rip their hair out, and they're pissed off, too. Like, And it's, it's all... We're all dealing with the same thing. Pre-year, well, right about when you were born, it's all that, like, they signed those contracts with those streamers when iTunes and shit came around. And that was the beginning of when they started fighting against Napster and all, you know, blah, 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 for better or worse. I actually have to hand it to Lars now. Like, yeah, he was being cunty and shitty, but the man saw what was coming and he was like, this is going to fuck everything. And he was right. Fucking 30 years later, we can all look and go, yeah, he was dead on. He knew what the fuck was about to happen. And everyone is fucked. It wasn't just, it's like, it's like all the top people they're only looking out for their own self sometimes that helps you when they look out for their self right so that's what he was doing he wanted to preserve metallica's shares in stock in their self but it ended up being something that we all maybe should have thought a little bit longer and harder for because the record companies got special contracts that we don't get right you know when you sign up in the terms of service and shit they don't got that shit they got a dude at spotify talking to him personally you know what i'm saying you think, you know, you think Epic Records is just like, oh, no, the terms have changed. <laughs> yeah, no. Fuck yeah. no, dude. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. But you think Census can be like, hey, we don't really agree with this. And they're like, bye. <laughs> That's where I think um, but we're probably going to keep. So we actually had a bunch of talks about, and I was a big proponent that we should not stick with the label anymore. Especially now that we recouped. I was like, what are we doing? Like, right, we're making uh, money now. Right, right. Why are we going to keep giving them money but now we've all january we've been talking had a lot of talks and i think we're gonna stick with the label because in our i think sometimes they offer you things you don't have for sure especially when it comes to management that's what it comes down to i think and that's where like it's hard to have this kind of conversation and and speak about it in only one kind of way you know right but i think that's where 
stand-up comedy and musicians are the same people, right? Every stand-up comedian wants to be a musician. Every musician wants to be a stand-up comedian. That's just how it is. You think you're you funny, bro? You, I'm both. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm great. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I usually end up making people cry. <laughs> They're like, leave <laughs> me alone. Uh, and I do want to be a stand-up comedian, 100. But they have, they their industry is where ours is going. I feel like, like labels, mm, they are good, but they, you know, a, a comedian can just be their self and have a manager. That is so true, dude. Yeah, I there's I have literally. So many friends. I could probably name ten different friends right now if I tried to. That I've watched, like I found them on TikTok. Don't people I don't know. Right, right, right. They just right, live right. wherever internet they live friends. in the world. Yeah. People, yeah, internet friends. I've watched them go. Like I saw their video on my for you page. I was like, this song's pretty cool. I follow them. They now have hundreds of thousands of monthly. They're going on. There's this one girl I know. She's doing tours with like massive artists. She's one of my See, favorite crazy. artists of all time. Right. She's still relatively small, but. <laughs> yeah it's 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 crazy and i don't know the other thing that like i think about is just how there's like you said you <laughs> like you said you can shit out 20 million views or something yeah yeah you these can days, fart it's and like, get 20 million for sure so it's like nobody knows like i've had moments that people could consider viral i've also had a lot of stuff that people would consider a flop or whatever and so you don't ever really know but the common thing is just that Going along with the the thought that like we're all in this together, or whatever. Yeah. With TikTok, with Reels, with Shorts, with right. all those stories, all yeah, that shit. all those types of things. There is we don't understand the algorithm. There's no That's point. True. There's no point in really trying to. Unless but, you're Jimmy. But it is like an Mr. ether. Beast. <laughs> yeah, he's the right. only guy that gets it, dude. dude. He's he can yeah he's he's. I got, saw a video the other day. He posted nine hours and had 110 million views. I was like, how do the servers even keep up? Mr. Beast has the algorithm on a leash. And he's got... And yeah, he's yeah. Got also well, he sees it change, money. too. Yeah. yeah he, did, he did a very eye-opening pod with uh, The Flagrant, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bunch of comedians. They sit down in a room and get people... They... He... So, to his credit, he gave Mr. Beast access to his YouTube account. And live on the podcast, he's sitting there going over the numbers like, holy fuck. But if you need information that's the fuck i mean yeah, it's yeah, yeah. everything the the golden goose is sitting here telling you exactly what to do and, and to, he's talking to a guy who's doing great exact yes into him <laughs> that's what's so funny about it it's it's, it's hilarious it's, it's just where everyone's at in their journey because we're all doing the same thing but it's wherever you're at and so like for mr beast he probably looks at their channel or whatever and immediately he's like Picking out things like, oh, you should do this differently, or blah blah blah. It's, it's exactly what and he was doing. And they're already successful. Yes, yes. <laughs> they're already making it's money. Exactly. And yeah. you're like, wow, I would kill for like seven minutes and be like, Beast, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard, I fucking, I don't know where I saw this, but I remember I watched some clip or something of Mr. Beast, and he was talking about the thumbnail for whatever his last video was. He was like, yeah, we invested probably five, ten thousand into that thumbnail. Each thumbnail. Yeah, they, they tried do, like a few different they do ones. Three each. <laughs> I saw that same thing. 30 grand just in thumbnails. <laughs> like, what? And we had Dustin on, and he, when he was saying, like, you can tell within seconds that something's going to do something. Because he spends all day watching his numbers now because he's, you know, living on the internet, which is insane. But that's, like, your whole thing is, like, post the thing, and then immediately... Like, when I post this, I have to go to work. Like, this comes out Tuesday mornings. I'm already... By the time you're listening, I'm scraping thin set across tile. Like <laughs> I was like, wondering if you're still doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm I'm stuck forever. I'm too <laughs> I'm too myself 
and there's no change in that. You put me with people, I'm gonna say fuck you. If you do Dude, some shit, I'm gonna be like fuck you. And that's I've not, been uh, Best Buy's gonna be like you're fired. I got accepted to DoorDash recently. Yeah, I've been loving that. You gonna make some money tonight? I'm, I'm the same way. I'm on, people. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm pretty introverted. Honestly, it just I love talking to people and I like being crazy and, and talking to people and stuff. But my it just drains me to. To have to be in social situations. Well, for... yeah, the last time we did this was in your apartment. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I love that. I was, you, I was like, you guys are coming to me? Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is great. No. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't remember where I was going with that, but. I love being just... like in, like by yourself and stuff. You started DoorDash recently. Yeah, DoorDash. I love DoorDash. It's great. So like, because <clears throat> I spent basically all last year once I stopped uh, working for my brother trying to get myself to a point where I was songwriting and producing and making music right. and doing making enough money off of that to pay my bills and stuff. And also, I'm really fucking lucky because my rent's super cheap. I don't have that many uh, right. bills right now. It costs me less than $1,000 per month to just survive. Nice. And so... I'm down to like 1300 So That's I'm good, doing yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, so I'm in a really good spot, but DoorDash is great because like I just... I zip around hot springs and I deliver people's food and See, stuff. And I like that. Maybe I should. Do I can set my own hours, so it's like it's very cool. It, and Jared and uh, um, Jathan are doing the same thing. Jathan is big into Instacart right now. We go like shop for people. Oh, it's similar it's like, to DoorDash, I need duct tape. Yeah, he'll, yeah. Like, he'll he told me the other day he's like I went to Target and got some stuff and then went to like Baskin Robbins and then he brings that to them and he gets fifty bucks or whatever. So. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's like it's very cool and especially Kurt. like. Do Instacart, buddy. I told Kurt that he should look into DoorDash. That's perfect, bro. You get to just go shop around. I and didn't know that that was a thing. Because you get to set your hours. Like, I know, like, today I'm going to go because it's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm right. going to probably make quite a bit of money, so I can work less this week, which means I have more time to work on music and stuff. Hey. And so, it's just a it's a You're going to crush it. We are on balance, the eve, Super Bowl day today. I don't know who the fuck. Is even in it? KFC. I don't even... KFC. <laughs> Not uh, the Lions, I hear. KFC versus Popeyes. Uh-huh, versus Popeyes. <laughs> That's it. It might as well be, you know, in Taylor my mind. Taylor Swift versus... Uh... Versus the world. <laughs> versus the world. <laughs> oh, man. That one is a bit insane. The But the apparently, Kurt was telling me that fucking Post Malone is the opening act. For the Super Bowl? Wait, 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 wait. Opening act or not the halftime show? He's doing American Indian. Oh, I wonder who's doing the halftime show. I don't Usher. even know. Usher again? Why is Taylor Swift not doing the it'll halftime show? It'll never be. It'll I'm never wondering. be Metallica. She, she keeps no. oh. oh, that's because it's not enough. Um, people. Well, I feel like people would probably talk shit if she did. I bet she would do it. Well, this year, but all the other years, you know. Oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, though. I think this year makes the most sense for her to. to do. Absolutely. They booked it like years in advance. Oh, that's true. That's they true, do. Well. Usher, huh? That'll be interesting. He's already done what does it. He do? like, Doesn't he do Vegas now? Like Usher's kind of I feel like out, right? That's what I, is Usher in? Am I wrong? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I I'm don't sure he's up. still massive, but I don't know anything about him. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's doing the Super Bowl again. I guess, but what, what, if we can't, we can't even get Metallica. It's like the one thing they haven't done. They played on all the continents. They're about <laughs> to play in outer space. Anyway. That's true. That's probably what Metallica would do. That, that might be true. But they're so good, they don't have to. 
They're fucking yeah, great. They, they still they, I know what he means. Yeah. He's be like, I get it. <laughs> live as well in the contract, it says you yeah. can't play your instruments. Yeah. Literally, yeah. God, yeah. that's so stupid. Well, it's because there's nothing out there. How would you? Band, how would you? There was one band one time that just like blatantly like didn't even plug in. I know exactly. It was Coldplay. Yeah. Was it Coldplay? When Coldplay played oh, okay. the Super Bowl. Their bassist was not plugged in, and I remember clocking that. And then it was all over the internet the next day. Nirvana did that too yeah. on one of their SNLs or something, yeah. where they just like none of this is real, and they just started destroying shit while the song's playing. And you're just like, ah, damn, man. Would you do that? I think at my age, I would. I would 100% be like, yeah, give me the million dollars. I would gladly million, play. No, it's more than a million dollars. I'd do anything for a million dollars. Anything. Anything. A punch a baby. What is it? So give me I, the million dollars, I will do what you need. I remember for a in a million dollars, would you guess? Yeah. In high school one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. In high school one time, I remember this kid was like I don't remember what we were talking about, but he was like, Ben, would you do this for a hundred thousand dollars? I don't remember what he said. And I was like, Bro, I would kill myself for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> There's I nothing I would you don't do. understand. Right now. Right now, like that would make my life free. A hundred grand. I would be I would live for free for the rest of my life. Cause I would just take that, pay off what little bit I owe left on my house, and just invest and just live on That's that. That's the way to do it. God, well, I used to be real stupid. See, I had a job at fourteen when stocks were really cheap and I had nothing to spend it on. I could have been a fucking billionaire. Literally. <laughs> literally. Making yeah. Almost 400 bucks a week back then, because we worked in landscaping, very hard, commercial landscaping, so we made a little bit more than normal. It wasn't like minimum wage. Mm-hmm. But I was 14 years old, dude. Apple stock was like $9. Imagine. What the fuck? Bitcoins. Imagine if you had just been drunk and bought $50 worth of Bitcoin 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, I'm a trillionaire, dude. I don't do much. <laughs> like, I'm richer than fucking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I know. Is Bitcoin doing well right now, though? I don't know much about cryptocurrency. When it got stuff. up there, it was like, what, $56,000? I know it was, it was very high, but I know this. I know one guy in particular that was a uh, client me and my brother had, and he's like... <laughs> He was a crypto millionaire. He's a yeah. He's he's rich in crypto. And but, now he's broke but, as shit. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's just like he's rich in exposure. Dude, like here, my life is: if the lights go out, is it valuable? If no, don't put a lot of stock in it for your life. That's how I operate. I let my brother handle that stuff for me. He's like yeah. my. He's actually I hired him last year as my like financial advisor. So he that's why I always that stuff be poor. Like poor is a mindset mostly. Yeah, I'm not good at money either, and that's why I, I hired I him. I don't respect like, money. I don't have a lot of money. I never have. <laughs> I and don't I respect don't, money. I don't. I, but I want everybody to make a comfortable living, but you can't. You know? That's like that's my bleeding heart. Is like, no one should have to work as hard as everyone does and not be able to fucking live. That's insane. Still cheap, where the barter system... Right, right. Yes. Dude, fuck It's too insane. Fuck bartering these for me. Dude, I raised my prices this year. Uh, Hold on. Hey, move that glass. It's in front of the camera. Sorry. Oh, that there camera. My bad. Oh, it's been there the whole time? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even Kurt didn't say nothing. Guy. You're the producer. <laughs> anyway. What, oh, shit. What were we talking about? Raise your price. I raised my prices because of a video I watched of a plumber. He was like, this is what we charge for this. And I was like. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Dude, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think it's so good to get intel from people that are doing the same shit as you because you'll realize stuff like that. Do you know how much plumbing I do in my job? I do showers for a living. Like, custom showers is my mm-hmm. main 
money. That's like, yeah, yeah. I do every remodel. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. 50 bucks. And it's like, and then I feel like a fucking plumber's <laughs> like, are we charging like $500 for that? I'm like, that's what I'm getting for the whole job. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I raised my prices and no one cared. So, which means I'm still too low. <laughs> my brother used to say, he would always say, he gives himself a raise for his birthday every year. Damn. He just raises it like a couple dollars. This is the first raise I've gotten in like 10 years, dude. Mm-hmm. Literally. I raised my LVP prices a couple years back, and that's been the last thing I've... LVP? What's that? Luxury vinyl plank. Ooh, the shit you see in everybody's yeah, house. Yeah, That's the... Plastic water, flooring. Waterproof, yep. right? Yeah. I mean, if you want it forever... You know, but you have to realize that waterproof doesn't mean everything under it's waterproof too. So insurance is going to tear all that out anyway. So you don't necessarily need it. I'll never forget that. I think I've already told you this, but um, there was a time years. This was probably two or three years ago, but there's a stint where I listened to Crashcast like every day because I would listen to it at work when I was doing something monotonous, like painting yeah. or something, yeah. I just throw it on. And I'll, I remember there was one day I was doing flooring, listening to it. And there's a part where you talk about, you're talking about doing flooring with somebody. They're like, Oh yeah. How's that? You're like, I fucking hate it. It, <laughs> sucks. it sucks. My knees hurt. Yeah. Fucking bruised. And I'm just down. I'm literally putting a piece of flooring down. I'm like, Oh, I feel that right now. Like when you're young, it was a great job when I was young. Freedom. You could take off yeah. whatever you wanted. Oh man, I need next weekend. I've got a show. Cool. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Show up and work when you're here. Great. And you're with your buddies. You're farting. You're throwing poop on each other. It's amazing. Wait, what? Yep. That actually happened. <laughs> a buddy of mine, you know how you shit in buckets on a lot of job sites, especially like when it's a new house <laughs> in between and they don't have a porta potty because in mm-hmm. Arkansas, you're not required to apparently in certain areas. He went up in the attic, took a shit in a bucket. Well, the attic had a window and he thought it'd be hilarious to throw all that poop on to the van down below. What he didn't know was that we were in the garage right in front of the van. And guess what happens to poop when it hits shit from two stories up? It splatters. And it splats everywhere. The guy in front of me gets pissed off. You know what a grout float is. He grabs the grout float. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoops the shit in the grout float. (laughs) Opens the van door, which is the van to the guy who just threw the poop. And takes it and smears it across the entire seat. And all over the front dash, his own poop. He goes, this is one of the funniest things I've ever that seen in my so life, dude. Crazy. There's shit all in the grill. And he takes it. He gets down. He's throwing up, by the way. It's just the most disgusting thing in the world. And he drives it down the street. There's a Spanish guy doing yard work. He's got the water hose. They just put the grass in. He's watering it in. And he goes, hey, man, do you mind spraying the front of my vehicle off for me? Can I borrow that hose? And he starts <laughs> spraying it off. The guy gets a whiff. He goes... Swear to God, from across the neighborhood, he screams, Oh my God, man, is that shit? And we, up in the house, we're dying. We have poop on us. It's the most disgusting fucking thing in the world. That's the wildest story. Dude. Woo. Oh my God. Kurt, when I tell you we had some crazy times. Yeah, that's just one of many. One of, did I ever tell you about the lady who (laughs) ate the bacteria in front of us? So we were clowns, clearly. We were throwing shit on each other, bro. We have reached maximum insanity. No, no, no. I don't do that. I don't. No, that's what I'm It thinking. wasn't I'm like, me, Kurt. I'm like, bro, I'm, we're not friends after that. I got shitted on. I did not do the shitting. <laughs> I'm saying, though, you, I, you get shit on me, it's your shit. Right. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're doing this lady's house, and 
we're clowning, and she hates that. Some people don't like when people have fun. We call them Karens. Right. I'm Gen Z. Right. I'm well aware of but, but we were very good at what we did. And we were just young and crazy, clearly. Um, and so we get done, the job's done, and she calls the, the, the boss. You need to come back. They have put chocolate in my grout. These kids, they were in here doing a bunch of nothing, horsing around. She's mad as fuck. He goes, okay, I'm going to come see what you mean. <laughs> they did not put chocolate in your grout. And I'm thinking, somebody's shit in the fucking thin set, right? I'm thinking, wow, y'all oh put... So God. she goes, they put chocolate in my grout. It's All the grout lines are black. I'm like, And it's tan grout. This is like the early thousands. It's like tw- 2003. Mm-hmm. And she reaches down and she rubs her finger across it and she eats it. She licks it. She what? goes, they put chocolate... Oh, because she thought it was chocolate. Listen, it was it was on the second story. But one of the plumbing pipes got hit by a rogue nail and was spraying water the whole time. It was black mold that had oh leached. Oh my god. That had leached up through the subfloor and into the fucking tile grout. She was she licked it, dude. That's have you weird that's just that just doesn't even make sense. Even if she thinks it's chocolate, there's that's no how crazy place. that's that's the care in life. Chocolate? She it's thought it was chocolate, chocolate, dude. Anyway, I'll get off those wild ass stories. I have Yummy. so many. No, that's fucking crazy. Holy shit. Job sites used to be crazy. What sold that story for me though was the guy grabbing the grout thing to mm-hmm. to shovel the shit onto the. And seat. it was in an old van, so the seats were pleated, so it was like big. That's what I was picturing. It yeah, was the big. Little, yes, the, the big grist- long veins of shit just. <laughs> Yo, dude, that's insane. <laughs> What's your least favorite part about touring? Oh, yeah. My least favorite part about touring? Yeah. Mm. Good segue, Kurt. Oh, yeah. How long have <coughs> we been going, Kurt? An hour and 15. Nice. There you go. We got about 30 minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Least favorite part about touring? Uh, well, I get sick every fucking time I go. Really? Yes. I don't. Well, I've only been really on two tours. I've been on more than two, but... Two like real the tours. big ones, yeah. yeah. Well, there's runs and then there's tours. I always get yeah. sick, and then you know you're in a vehicle close to everyone, so they all get everybody sick. How, how sort of gets sick. Santa Atlantic tour was it was almost two months. It was like, yeah. but didn't y'all get out for like a week because of COVID or something? Yes, we took I think almost two weeks off because of COVID. We got mm. really lucky though because there was. When we got COVID, we talked to the touring manager and everything, and he told us we need to take a little bit of time off. But they were going to the, uh, Stan Atlantic was flying to um, U- the UK to do Slam Dunk Fest. Oh, okay. At the same exact time, and so there, we were gonna have like five off days in the middle of the tour, so Works it worked out. out literally almost perfect. So we just took some time off. We also renovated our trailer while we had the time off. Because at first it was just an enclosed trailer, but then yeah. we built bunk beds. And smart. Me and my brother did a whole bunch of shit to it. We put Absolutely air smart. conditioner in it. Now, vent. when y'all started, didn't the first day the car break down? Wouldn't like your first oh, day yeah, of Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, so, yeah, the first day of the Stan Atlantic tour, we started in an RV. So That's we, what it was. We had just inherited this RV from my grandfather. <laughs> I say inherited like that because he was, he, I was like, this would be literally perfect for us, like, if it can pull the trailer and everything, like this would be so great. Like we can just live in this and it'd be so much nicer. And I think he was trying to get like 18 grand for it or something. And so we were like, listen, we will pay that. Or no, no, no. He told us, he was like, you can pay it just as soon as, cause he's, you know, he loves me. He's, like, right, right. Well, he's, he's just trying to help me out. He's like, sure. 
and he also has a lot of money so he's he's fine so he's like uh pay it back as soon as you can you know what i mean if it's a thousand dollars this year 50 bucks next year you want to just pay it back as soon as you can i was like that that's super cool so we thought we were set we put it to i spent so much time and money on the rv i got brand new tin ply tires all this fucking shit trying to fix up the rv and then and i was also i don't know i was just nervous about it because it's a big it's a big big rig it's a big rig trailer dude and with a trailer yeah yeah, so i'll never forget the first day we left was on a Wednesday, and we were leaving Arkansas. Needed to be. We had a show in Boise, Idaho, on Friday, and we were leaving Wednesday like evening. Right. So we, we didn't have very much time. Uh-huh. Um. So we leave. We're in the RV. Jathan starts out the drive. We start out going through the mountains in Russellville, and at this point, I was in such good spirits. I lit. We like lit up oh, a you're blunt. The, you're the dream, brother. We're all in the back. I'm like, dude, it's this the... is so. Fucking sick! This it's is like the I got best my own of my life. Dude. Yeah, like I got my own driver right now. Jason's <coughs> just up there taking care of it. Then the you know the RV starts making some weird noises. It's not making its way up the hills quite as transmission well as uh-huh. we as we would hope. Um, so it's just a couple weird pro- and also there's just some weird sketchy stuff about the RV. Like you can't adjust the driver's seat. No, because like. Apparently, there's. I didn't even know this about cars or if they're mostly like this or whatever, but you know how there's like the levers and stuff on mm-hmm. the side to adjust it? So we don't have the levers, but the wires were there that control the levers. So if you yank the wires as hard as you can, you can move the seat around. Good times. So we're having, to do all, we're having to do all that kind of bullshit. I think our tires were like way under Air. pressure yeah. for being in the mountains and stuff too. So we just had all these different problems. But basically. And we had to buy premium gas for this yes. RV, so the most expensive gas. So we get to Wichita, Kansas, and I'm driving at this point. And it's just so ke- sketchy. And my grandfather, luckily, has a house in Kansas, and that's where they were. At, that's where they were at the moment. So I call my family and everybody, and he came and met us. Uh, so before we ever like got to the first date of the tour for us. Um, he came and met us, and we swapped out the RV for his F one fifty. That's what we did the last tour in too. So we did. Damn, <laughs> we did F one fifty. It's so wild. It's like we've. It's just a meme for us at this point, but because it's so cramped, it's like it's a nice truck. We were immediately so relieved just for how easy it was pulling the trailer right, and everything. Yeah. It's like okay, whatever. We we can deal with this, but the lack of space sucks. That's why we renovated the the trailer and yes. everything. That made things a lot better. Um, yeah, so we've done. Damn, we'll probably do our next tour in the in the truck also, but we're hoping. Did the RV just die? It was okay. Yeah, so that this was the deal with the RV. Um, I called everybody, and what I realized was we were uh, we knocked six hours off the trip. We'd been driving for twelve hours, so I was like, I called everyone. I was like, Hey, I hate to, I don't know really what we can do about this. We got to figure something out, but we're still on our way to this first show. We're not going to be able to do the tour in this RV. I was just trying to be realistic because I was like, I mean, we might, the RV probably could have made the tour, but we'd be a day behind the rest of the bands. Right. <laughs> the showing tour. up at showtime. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Exactly. And we were even in the truck. Like, it was our first time really doing a, like, a big tour like this. And so we ran into a lot of stuff like that where we were showing up, like, just in time for load in or late mm-hmm. for load in even. Um, so it was a lot. But we got the truck. That's what we're, what we're sticking in right now. And, Hopefully, now that we are getting money and stuff coming in every month, we're trying to, I think, get a vehicle, a van or something like uh-huh. at the end of the year. Yeah. And that's what we're hoping for. Get you a, get you a 3500 
Something beefy. Something, yeah. yeah. Something nice. And if you can find Something one four-wheel drive, it's super rare, but that's like the best. That's like the end-all, be-all. <clears throat> Especially for going up north and shit during this time of year. 100%. Or just don't do that. Just tour in the south in the winter. I've never understood. Well, in our in our trailer now, so so the this tour we did was in November, so it was cold. It was snowing in some of the places that we went to. Which, funny enough, even though it was during the summer, it snowed some of the places we went to on the right. Atlantic well, like, tour, yeah, too. Yeah, I guess like up towards the <laughs> northern part of the country. It's like it, was it snows in, like, in April here. Wyoming, God, I think. Damn. It was snowing there when mm-hmm. we did the San Atlantic tour. Um, but so we've, like I told you, we hit, we when we renovated the trailer, we put a an air conditioner in there, like an air conditioning unit, and we've got a vent and everything in there. Well, that was nice for the summer when we needed to sleep in the trailer and everything. But That's for this dope. tour, we just took it out. We put a propane heater in there, and my brother and I, yeah, and everyone's a little sketched out about it. But How did census like, die? No, yeah, yeah. So, CO2 poisoning, Kurt. <laughs> we've got a carbon monoxide okay. detector in the in the thing. Jaden okay. made sure we put that. Very in smart, there. very smart. Um, we've also got a hose so we can put the tank outside if we want to, so it's actually not in there with us right. with the heater and everything. But we normally just leave. Jesus time. Christ. But yeah, but we don't we also don't stay in the trailer like while we're driving or anything. It's just not safe. So it's only when we stop to sleep, but for the last tour we did with a band called Unwell, which was super fun. Uh it was winter time and it was snowing at some of the places, so we put a propane heater in there. Um and we got one of those just big like propane tanks, you know. Yep. Um so it would last us longer. And that the trailer's like the space is so small. You just turn on for like seconds. 15 minutes yeah, on high and then turn it down. Yeah. We're good for, we're like, we wake up sweating. <laughs> Roasting, dude. Yeah, yeah. You got to get one with a thermometer on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's got, or no, 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 no. I was thinking of our air Or conditioner. thermostat, sorry, not a thermometer. Yeah, the, the, the air conditioner has like a thermostat on it, but yeah. We've just got like a little, it was so cheap too. It's just a little like Mr. Buddy heater that we put in there. But it heats it up hey, so we, quick. My brother, our heat, we, d- we don't have it. Anyway. The house is like no central heating and air since we moved in. So it's like window units. And then yeah, wintertime, yeah. it's like, well, if it doesn't get too cold, blankets are good. My, dude, <laughs> my brother had a house that he uh, flipped like a year ago, I think. And he had a window unit in every single room and a heater in every single yep. room. Just to whatever Which we learned this year that that's actually very, very bad. For what? One like, of our outlets caught on fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Space heaters are bad. They're not... They're supplemental. They're not supposed to be your heat source. It's just on, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be like, this room is large. I need a little bit extra. And then they'll go off most of the time. Yeah. But for us, so my brother was like, I got one of these. They got those blowtorch propane. Like, it's like a fucking jet engine. Yeah, those are sick. We have one of those for our practice room. Dude, minutes. I have a pretty decent sized house. Minutes. I'm like, God damn, it's a hundred in here. Turn it off. I call it the cannon. Yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. It does yeah. look like a, like a little bazooka or something. <laughs> I love those. That, it, they work too good. 200 bucks. You can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Man, you can heat up a whole fucking shop in an hour. I Guaranteed. Remember, the first time we ever tried to buy one of those, they were sold out everywhere for some It was like a cold winter or something. Got to buy them in the summer. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Mm-hmm. But those are good. Damn. So what's next? Y'all just working on music? I mean, you said you went on some yeah, writing yeah, sessions. Yeah. You can finish it. I have to go to Sam's Club after this like an adult here. Top me out. Um, I got to buy butter and avocados because I'm yeah. fucking dying. <laughs> butter and... Oh, for your, for your diet or yes, whatever. Yes, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> your fucking heart. Yeah. That's what Stupid sucks about heart. getting old, dude. Is they just, you go to the doctor, they just give you a, like a laundry so, list of new shit. You listen, have to do. it's my fault. Okay, I didn't realize that this was bad until like you know hindsight's twenty twenty. I hadn't been to the doctor in twenty five years. Mm. The last time I went is when I shattered my ankle when I was fifteen. So, it's been a minute. I I didn't know that was not good, you know. And I thought I was just tired because my balls weren't working no more. So all of it was a surprise to me. The doctor was like, I can't believe you're walking around like this. Mm-hmm. You don't. And I was like, well, I don't have like red face. I don't have headaches. How would I know? My hair's not falling out. Yeah. I just don't. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my bad, you know. No, no. <laughs> but, but it's good that I'm not. You got dead. in early, though. I got, well, that's Early-ish, the problem. Early I, enough. I got, I got in early, early enough, enough. To, <laughs> to where now it's a mild problem. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going to die, but that's I definitely good. have a lot of work to do. For sure. You I know, I have you. a long road ahead of me. Because, you know, this isn't over. Like, I have to go back for multiple blood tests for, like, the next six months. Yeah. I'm probably assuredly going to have to take, like, scans, you know, like... Put me in a machine, yeah. scan everything, make sure it's all good. Because I've done all the blood work. Uh, right now, it's the thyroid thing. They got to yeah. get that like yeah, back sure. to square. But your boy's about to be trim. <laughs> nice. I knew these titties was Dude, fake. That's the other thing. <laughs> I've lost. I lost. Okay. Well, I was very. This is like a side note. I was very depressed last year. Didn't have a very good year. Really? So I lost. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight, but also because I wasn't working construction, I haven't worked construction almost you a year. Got bulked up. I lot. Well, I lost a lot of my muscle mass yes. that I had. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I'm happier with. I wish I had more muscle mass. So I'm. I'm thinking about working out and stuff. Starting to do that more, like just lifting and stuff. There's nothing but wrong with that. It's crazy when I had when I was, I lost like. 30 pounds or 40 pounds something it was pretty significant or something but um that's a lot for yeah. your size i know that's, that's exactly like a quarter of your that's weight, what i'm saying I, that's I, a I, lot if you go back and look at pictures of me from like 2020 i'm much chubbier and stuff even though i'm like wow i look pretty similar but i'm happier with how i look now but it's interesting because like i was always trying to work out and like get abs and stuff when i was that heavy but now that i've lost all the weight yeah. jathan tells me all the time too because he works out he's like a monster now working out but They'll tell me, like, dude, you could have abs so easily. I can see them when I'm just, like, looking in the mirror if I just right. flex or whatever or whatever. But I feel like it'd be so much easier for me to develop that type of stuff now or whatever. Absolutely, but, yeah. yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you know. But I like being skinny. I do Losing like weight is very hard. <laughs> Gaining muscle is not too bad, but you do have to have, like, the right diet to gain muscle. Right, yeah. Well, that's what I, that was the fat. big takeaway for me. I was like, huh. It just turns out I've been eating too much because yeah, yeah. I was literally I I did daily ab workouts for months one time trying to get abs and I didn't re- like I saw progress but not abs. Yeah. You know. So well those guys with those ripped shit they're eating like an apple, dude, and doing like 14,000 <laughs> push-ups a day. It's like it's not a it's Jared, insane what they're doing. Jared has abs. Jared Williams. He was just texting. Well, me. some people are just skinny. He, yeah, he was like it's skinny. a genetic thing. Like, Jared, I know yeah. A lot of skinny people that don't well, I knew a guy who was a fucking meth addict, and he ripped. had abs. He was ripped. But <laughs> yes. That's because it's just genetically he had a good muscular structure, but he wasn't ripped because he was, like, strong. If you <laughs> thumped probably... him, he would die. You know? He's up all night. He's decaying as a human. Like, it's not that's good. That's what I was going to say. I will say, I still know him. He's doing very well now. This that's is a good. long time that's, ago. That's great to This hear. is a very long time ago. I should put that in there. He wasn't, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, and I, I was friends with him for a very long time. So it's like, you know, I put up with this bullshit. What? I have two questions. I got roofied by I him. I kind of need to pee, but go ahead. He we roofied have, me. We have 15 minutes. Cool. Okay, I'll wait 15 minutes. You got 15 li- minutes in your wiener? I yeah. guess. <laughs> Two questions. First question. Uh, Wine rules, you, by the way, Ben. How do you go about elevating the live show? Mm. It, like, mm. I feel like there's a lot of bands that just keep doing the same thing over and over again. I feel like more trying to make it bigger and better. Well, Ben asked questions. I know that. He reaches out to people. Yeah, see see what other people are doing. I think, see, it's hard because part, part of it is being innovative, but that's not a helpful tip to tell people to be innovative. Well, but be like, innovative or... Like what Corey's doing, though, with, with their show, I think is a good example because yeah. it's interesting. It's not... Because ha- even with posting content, that's like what it is for me. The reason <clears throat> that I think I'm good about, that, that I'm good at it or better than other people it's not because it's anything inherently about me that I'm good at, but I think I'm good at, under and with art too, like with my music, I'm good at understanding or seeing the picture of like what people will think or feel when they hear it or mm-hmm. when they see it or whatever. Right. So like for me... I agree with that. You're coming at it from every angle. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just try to think about the people that are taking it in. And that's the other thing. I, I just told somebody recently like talking about the vibe at Vino's. They were having their first show at Vino's or something, and I was like, oh, it's going to be great. Like, And they were like, oh, I'm really nervous or mm-hmm. something. I was like, don't be. Like, Mm-mm. People that go to shows at Vino's, they're literally there to have fun, and they're going to be so supportive right. of you. They came to a show. Like, even they're if ready you, to be here. Yeah, even yeah. if you did completely bomb, you're, you're not going to know just off you know, their energy. The only people that will complain are the staff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for so like, I don't know. I, I don't even... Like, it is a conscious thing we think about. We try to make each show special in some kind of way. So like, but it's, it's different every time. So like, that's why I say just be innovative and be smart. Just think about how your audience is going to be taking it in. Cause and like, that, to add to that, that can be anything. Lame Johnny used to do a guest book. Mm-hmm. After the show, we would just hand a pen and pencil and be like, make sure we get it back. We want y'all to sign this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I still have it. It's full of just signatures from shows that we've done. And it's like so cool. But everyone was like, that's so cool. Cool. Especially if you go to concerts, I think it's yeah. easy to pick out what's normal and what's not. Like, sure, you can just—it's easy to have an idea and be like, "That's something I don't see very often, or I've never seen." And look into why, why, like, another revelation I had is why, why can someone know that something's not on for some reason? Like, I don't know how, because there is psychological setups too. You can go against that, like. um uh, you know, when you see a band where the drummer's to the left mm-hmm. and like the mm-hmm. singers in the middle of the guitars over here, you're like, the fuck is going on here? It's different, but they're good at it. And I like this, <laughs> but, you yeah. know, instead of the regular setup, but it's mm-hmm. also like when a band's first beginning, they tend to be sloppy with their gear. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. kind of put it down and wherever it lands, that's where it's at. But if you come to like, like on my hands to war show, Everything is exactly like, dude. I sp- I'm like fucking leaning I, down. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same at shit. way. I'm very you OCD. Know, uh, Every time I put, we have a matching. It's my EVH head that we always use. Right. But, but the band owns an EVH cab to match it. So it's it. got to be. I'm always fronting up the logos and, uh-huh, perfectly. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That looks good. We okay. have, you know, our heads sit behind our cabs mm-hmm. because it also holds our light brain. So everything's kind of hidden. So like that has to be hidden. I don't want that out. Sometimes it has to be out and it makes me cringe uh, because it's like, 
it's it's you know it's a thing. You're setting up a vibe. Like have a vibe for yourself. It's exactly. Not, I, I think that's the other thing. People used to shit on people for having a production. You know, like no, that's good. That's the other thing is Care. just is try to have a vibe. I think. Yeah. Because and like, at um even if it's hardcore, like lean into that. At, if it's um, supposed to be shitty, make yeah, it the yeah. shittiest. You <laughs> Exa- know? Exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying hardcore shitty. I'm saying like no. I know exactly. If your vibe you is like I wear oh, raw, I that's a better word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that goes back to thinking about your audience and your niche and stuff. It's like. I think that stuff is important to be mindful of because then you it's exactly what I was saying earlier like you can work smarter and not harder if you Absolutely. if you understand the way that your audience and, and people What's the other question Kurt? Yeah. I miss being <laughs> I do miss being in go for gold sometimes. You I love shyster. go for gold. I was uh Jared just texted me on the way here talking to me about one of I love shows go for something. gold too. I wish They're I had sick. some gold. I think they're <laughs> some gold. <laughs> I think um, when this podcast reaches ten thousand, hell yeah, dude! On what? Ten thousand subscribers. Hey, we got twelve hundred. I think oh, close to twelve hundred. Go we're, for we're gold is there. is another one of those that I think is is trying. That's that's really what it is. I think I think most people are on a very similar playing field, and it just kind of comes down to like who's trying. You know, I like that you said that because. I didn't really think of it that way. You definitely put that in my brain. Like we are all on the same thing. Yeah, and you know, and on, I wasn't gonna. I was wondering if I was gonna bring this up or not. So I'll just do it at the end. I tried mushrooms recently. Nice. Earlier the earlier last month at the beginning. Did you see God? Kind of. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, I'm already a Christian. So you know, well, I already had a relationship I'm, with. God. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm afraid of what I'll see, and then I'll For go. Me, I'll be the guy in the woods. Like I don't want society anymore. It was very interesting because. I didn't really have a motive for it. I had just heard about like psychedelics and stuff, and I knew that on and I smoke weed all the time. So it's like in sure. terms of drugs, I know the which weed is, is damn near a psychedelic now. Yeah, but guys. I'm like, as far as drugs go, like I'm, this isn't gonna fuck me up. I'm not gonna like get addicted no. to yeah, mushrooms. No, it's not gonna be anything. forever. Yeah. So I got enough that I could trip or whatever. Did some research, whatever, and then I just picked a day where I could be my by myself. Oh, and you did literally it, you did it alone? Yeah, that's the thing. I took two grams. Whoa. And I kinda spaced it out over like two hours. And my whole mindset was just that's what's so interesting about it though, is like I didn't know what I would see or what would happen or whatever. But I wasn't really looking for anything. I was just wanting to see a new perspective. And I right. thought it, and I thought it'd be interesting. And so I took it, I and I like I said, I kinda spaced it out. So I didn't take it all at once. So maybe over the course of one or an hour and a half, maybe I took two grams, and then I jerked off. Nice. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude! I think I. Zen. I think I reached my peak while I was jerking off because I'm sorry if my parents are listening; they probably are. But um, that's when I saw like the. I haven't even told them I took mushrooms. Listen, we're trying to fucking change humanity here. That's when I. That's when I saw like the most visual distortion and things like that. But it was so funny because. After that point, I thought it was over. I was like, like I, you know, clean myself up, or whatever. I'm just like, Phew. I remember I was talking to my best friend Caleb, like a handful of people I told that I was doing mushrooms yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Talking to my band, I'm like, yeah, guys, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, you know, I smoke weed so often or whatever. I don't really feel. I'm literally looking back. I was fully on mushrooms. <laughs> just coming down from my peak, fully on mushrooms. I was like, yeah, I feel pretty normal. Honestly, I'm just kind of hungry. I think I'm going to go to McDonald's. Drove to McDonald's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Picked up McDonald's. Is that you, Space Jesus? <laughs> went back to my house. I'm sitting there watching TV, feeling a little bit down. Because I'm like, you know, I, I've spent money on I think on you this. would have to. I spent money on this. Like, you know, the peak was cool. Sure. I enjoyed jerking off. Like, 
that was fun, but I don't know. I wonder. I feel like there's more to this. So then I started asking myself. I'm eating my McDouble. Like, what was I looking for when I? Oh, uh, so you're these still mushrooms? very much in it. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was I looking for? What is anyone looking for? Right there, you go. Ever. <laughs> and then I literally screamed. I was like, Ah! Oh my god! I was like, I fucking get it, dude. This is mushrooms. I was like, and that's. But honestly, I took I took videos of myself talking, which most people would probably think just sounds like gibberish because it is. But to me, I remember what I was thinking and right. feeling at that time in that state, and I took so much away from it. Like it was so good. So like I already had a relationship with God, but like. A lot of the, even just like the philosophies of certain things I've, that we've been talking about sure. in this conversation, it's stuff I've kind of adopted over the last month because from doing mushrooms, I realized like everyone is exactly the same. Yeah. And it's like, why are some people famous and some people aren't? It's to me, it's nobody's inherently good or bad. These are just labels and stuff that we put on people because that's the way that we can understand right. it. But when you we take, have to have it. When you're yeah. on mushrooms, you can kind of zoom outside of yourself. And it's the consciousness not, it's, state. Yeah. yeah, and and I remember talking to Nathan Close about it too. He has like um, just experience and stuff with it too, and he told sure. me it makes you think about uh, human interaction in a we're new human. way too. It makes you think about humans, not people. Exactly. Yes, yes. and every everyone's the same. Like we're all babies. Everyone wishes. We're all trying. We we're all, all we're all yes. trying. Everyone yeah. wants to be loved. We all wish we could be rich That's and right. famous. We're all nervous if we meet somebody new. I don't even think it's rich and famous. I think the love thing is it, like that's we it. all want to be want loved. Something. Accepted. It's acceptance. Yeah. Want to be loved and accepted. And that's when you it. and rich and fame, that's what we equate it to in this country. Unfortunately, I started reaching out to my band and stuff like. Convers- you know, there's like conversations and stuff you avoid. You don't want to talk sure, about it. Whatever, sure. it's gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, you know, <clears throat> um, not to get too far into it or anything, but Jathan and Jared specifically have both been kind of going through some crazy, sure, personal yeah, yeah. stuff recently. So we I texting, texting Jared. I mean, I remember. I'm still. It's so funny. I so I was coming down for literally like six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> which of course. I, yeah. Now I know. <laughs> but I, so I didn't even think I was on mushrooms. But I'm just having all these thoughts and feelings. I'm reaching out to people. I'm telling them I love them and stuff. I, I I texted Nathan Close too, because me and him send voice memos back and forth. He's such a sweetheart. Every week, like, He's but so so often because we work together and we're just friends. We talk right. all the time. And I had this moment when I was on shrooms for the first time. I was like, I think about this dude so candidly, as if we're not <clears throat> literally best friends. And I talk to him all the time, and he understands me so much deeper than other people could. Even like people like my own band, I probably talk to Nathan more than some of like right, the people yeah, yeah. in my band on absolutely a, on a week by week basis. So I remember talking to him and just telling him I love him and stuff. But it's all that kind of stuff. And so I remember talking to Jathan, and uh, Jathan was like, he he started out, he was thinking of it like like I didn't do mushrooms. So he's thinking, what has been thinking about me right now? And so he was like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't post the the promo content this week i've been busy he i don't remember what he was even talking to me about and i was literally just texting him back i was like bro it's cool i don't care it's fine yeah. you're awesome you, you do a great job for the band everything's fine and, and i brought something up totally different i was like hey how's this going or whatever and then we had this whole long love it cathartic talk yeah and it, just and being friends again like it, taking out all the bullshit exactly yeah. and i think so that's something i've adopted recently that's is, something it's just I think, well, I think I, <laughs> just I, thinking, dude, you know. I think personally, I, we should all be doing it. We should all under, have a better understanding. I think that's a lot of getting older, too. Cause you, like, exactly. I go home I think sometimes, so or, you know, I think, like, like I said, I have a, like a poor mindset. 
But then I come home, like, dude, my wife loves the fuck out of me. Yeah. My dog loves the fuck out of me. I was so appreciative, too, yeah. I come home to the happiest house you could ever imagine. Literally, every day, I co- I, I, I'm doing a job I fucking hate. You know, I want to do this and music, and I've never gotten the opportunity to. I'm 40. You feel like a fucking loser sometimes. But then I come home, and there's just, like, this perfect thing every day. And it's just like, God, this is wonderful. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Fuck money. And I've no started, one's ever going to believe, remember how much money I had. No one. I was Not so, a soul. I was so appreciative. That's the other thing too. We're all going to fucking die. That's it's it. like, it's just, it's all perspective. There is an end of the road. And, yeah. and I don't give a fuck if you're Elon or Jeff or, or fucking Ben Carey. On some timeline, no one knows who the fuck you are. Exactly. You the know? most famous fucking Barack Does Obama. Does not matter. Trump. No one's going to know the, him. The basketball eventually. guys, all of them. Eventually, there's some kid out there going, oh, and they're just idolizing some new thing. No one knows who the fuck. You're not even in the history books anymore. Exactly. You know? I also, this reminds me, I heard, I just watched a, pos- a podcast like two days ago with uh, Mike Posner. Do you know? That, is. that name sounds incredibly familiar. He's really successful. He's a musician, but he does a bunch of other stuff. He has the song. It's like, if I could write you a song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fall yeah, yeah, yeah. in love. Yeah. Um, so he's very successful, but um, he was talking about just some of this same stuff. And like, he, I think it's, I think it's good to, like you were saying, take in. I just think about it so differently now. Like, yep. I take in the human interaction because, like, you, you we have different lives and different perspectives like as sure. you can tell from listening to this podcast like you have the way you've seen the world and the music industry and then i have the way that i've absolutely seen it. and neither of them are better or worse we're just literally just exchanging different opinions. we're exchanging ideas exchanging yeah. our, well, i'm a human you're a human but i'm not exchanging like ben's thoughts. wrong he's a fucking idiot he doesn't know like, <laughs> and, but even if you were thinking that we'll walk away from this conversation and we'll have we'll be changed in some absolutely. kind of way yeah, and, yeah. I, and i think about that i think that's what now. that's why in the future, like soundbite, like that's why media is dying. Like soon, within the next, I think, few years, like somebody sitting down and not having a three-hour interview will be weird. You're like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know shit from ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Stop giving me sound bites, dog. I want to know Dude. who the fuck you are because you can't fake a three-hour conversation. For you can sure. fake yeah. twenty minutes on fucking name a publication, right? An interview is five minutes and they're screaming at each other the whole time. Go fuck yourself. Now it's like this. Even if you hated me, we just spent two hours together. Mm-hmm. We just shared all these ideas, and like you have to have like some reconcile. You, you have to reconcile that even after the show. You're gonna be like, damn, is that, I he, think he, it, he dude, is yes. right about X, or maybe that is a good idea. <laughs> even right? the worst shit ever that yes. could happen to you, like you have a horrible show, like nobody comes, or like you have a bunch of technical issues, or whatever. technical issues are my. You come away from that, you're like, I'm never gonna have that. It's like with us, Spring Heartbreak. Oh, Kurt has seen me have meltdowns on stage, <laughs> like fucking. Well, it, like with, <laughs> at Spring Heartbreak, when our fucking backtracks didn't come out, and we spent all this time preparing, we've never had backtrack issues since then. Because we came up with, we were like, let's have four different ways. Fail safe. Four different That's plans right. in, in place so that this never happens again. So Oh, we have we Justin always has pedal board problems, so for this show we're going down to the three pedals he has to have. Yeah. We are eliminating <laughs> Minimize all the possibility of problems. Yeah. That's good. Even the fucking eight oh eight, I'm like, we gotta have an eight oh eight because we added two and two of the new songs. I'm like, well, how do we do it? And you have to you know, I don't want it on the drum kit. I think we're going to add it into a pad so you can mm-hmm. step on it. Nice. Yeah. So it's just simple. Even the fucking singer can do it. Stand Atlantic. No, 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 no. I will never. <laughs> Stand but. Atlantic, their bass player, Mickey, he has a little keyboard on his side of the mm-hmm. stage, and he'll do like 808 stuff with there that you go. For their 
instead of the back checks. I, that's another thing. Band members should have. You should delegate those responsibilities to more than just the drummer. The drummer, for historically, has been like the guy that everyone goes, "Oh, you're not doing shit, guy who does the most. You do this too. Like, will you sample everything?" Yeah. Did you see held tight whenever they did drum? Yes. What was it? <clears throat> when the drummer played bass for held tight. They gave him an 808 pedal. Yes. He would fucking just hit it all the time. Oh, like a bass drop. If you did that at the (laughs) village and they put it in the center of the stage so anyone at any time could hit it. Oh, It was the most obnoxious fucking shit. Okay. Just there. We We gotta go, Kurt. All right. You want to plug some shit? Get out of here? Um, Yeah, okay. My name is Ben Carey. I sing for a band called Census. C-E-N-S-U-S. Um... Bands. You can buy our merch and find our tours and everything we're doing on our website at thebandcensus.com. Y'all have a .com? We do. Nice. Bands, that's, that's another. Very I think smart. we did that a year ago or something. But yeah, so we've got a website now. You can find out everything you need to know from there. Um, and yeah, I'm at Ben Census on all social platforms if you want to follow me. We've got a show March 2nd at Vino's. It's going to be super tight, and we would love for you to be there. So Hell yeah. Go see them on March 2nd. Oh, is there pre-sales? Is there uh, it's online pre-sales, but yeah. So there's a $10 pre-sales, page. 15 at the door, I believe. Smart. All right, we're um, CrashCast Pod, Twitter CrashCast Pod 1. Please do Patreon. It's only 5 bucks if you want, and we're going to be doing extra stuff in April. It's going to be fun. Uh, adding, Going to add a new segment. And I would like to point out, we did kill. We crushed the entire this wine. entire <laughs> bottle of wine. So I'm let's feeling pretty go. good. <laughs> thank you guys for that, by the way. Thank you, dude. Thanks for sitting in. I was actually very excited when he told me you were coming on. I was like, yes, nice. we need this. I need some perspective because I've been in my head a lot about some things, and Ben's got his finger on the Talk pulse. It out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Peace. Woo! Oh, yeah. Good ass podcast, dude.